Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Shay Dixon will be along in a second. It appears the end is near to LSU's defensive coordinator search. Reportedly hiring Durante Jones, the Minnesota Vikings defensive backs coach, who arrived on Sunday night, interviewed with LSU all of Monday, and that was when news started to leak out uh, that he was the choice. He impressed Ed Ogeron, who talked with our buddy T-Bob Hebert on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge Tuesday morning, uh, impressed everybody involved, came recommended by Dave Aranda, uh, Monty Kiffin, Mike Zimmer, his really his boss uh, at uh, Minnesota, the head coach, but also a defensive coordinator, and defensive backs coach by trade uh, who signed off and gave a really nice letter of recommendation for Durante Jones, who run it all the way back uh, to his time at Nichols uh, as an assistant there. He then went to uh, uh, Generette and Franklin High Schools in Louisiana to be defensive coordinators and then jumped to Bowie State, where he was a defensive coordinator before his rise continued at the likes of Hawaii and Wisconsin into the NFL with the Miami Dolphins, where he came across Vance Joseph, the brother of LSU wide receivers coach Mickey Joseph. He went from there to Cincinnati for a couple couple of years and then finished up uh, his lone season with the Vikings. So uh, a relatively young defensive coordinator hire who hasn't coordinated a defense since his days at Bowie State, but comes highly recommended uh, with some ties to Louisiana and a lot of people that LSU knows and trusts coming to bat for him. So Shay, uh, let's go ahead and get your initial reaction here to this hiring uh, and what, uh, as long as everything goes through, what it means uh, for LSU. Yeah, I mean, and as you ran through it, you see the names that uh, have sort of signed off or given a recommendation or stood behind them uh, when they were called up and asked about uh, Durante Jones and it spans people like Monty Kiffin and, in Orgeron's early days to most recently Aranda and, and certainly guys like Mike Zimmer uh, and Vance Joseph are held in, in high regard and, and Mickey being on staff is, um, you know, allows them to, to reach out to guys like that even more. I like, look, I know about as much about Durante Jones as everybody else did before this hire, but the things that I like are been in the NFL. He's been coaching DBs. And I think Billy, that's one thing from talking to people who were privy to the interview process of all these guys, right? Not just Durante Jones, but when you sit them down and, and you go through their thoughts of, of how you defend in the modern age, uh, certainly very quickly you'll arrive at uh, how do you stop the pass? I mean, nowadays five, you've got the ability to have to cover five guys out there pretty much all the time. Uh, teams are throwing it more and more. Uh, when you hire a guy as a DC who's a defensive back by trade uh, like Durante Jones, he comes from a background of installs and, and everything that comes with knowing uh, how to stop a sort of modern offense. And, and we're seeing it bleed into the NFL, certainly, uh, with those 
offense is having to adjust. So I think that's probably one thing they really liked about him. Like we knew that the Marcus Freeman interview went really well. Uh, and we heard a lot of the same about the Dronte Jones interview that he was impressive when he gets on the board, he uh, has an answer for everything. You sort of throw his way in terms of things that, that LSU will face defensively throughout a, a season in the sec with, with how teams are now attacking uh, defenses and, and certainly LSU trying to, to move back to that 2019 season, right. Of where they're doing that on offense and they're spreading everybody out. And uh, I think this will be, if it works out and obviously if it works out, then it's a good hire, but I think if they can get through this off season installs are so important, make sure that these guys uh, are taught. Well, they understand it. It's the scheme isn't too big for them because too often there were busts or there were missed assignments or um, whatever it might be that leads to, uh, big plays and explosive plays and the things uh, that led to LSU getting beat in a lot of games. And you've got to figure out a way to clean all that up. So he seems from what we've heard, Billy, and, and certainly how other coaches have praised him back to LSU. A lot of it was he's a very good teacher of the game. Uh, and whether that was at a lower level and having a top five defense for multiple years in a row uh, to being in the NFL and being around professional defensive backs that even, at that level, he's still able to reach them. And uh, and they think that will translate certainly well uh, to this group of, of high school guys that come from high school into college, but have NFL ambitions, Billy. And and when you get to be coached by a guy who has been in an NFL room and, and multiple rooms, uh, you start to listen a bit more, I think. Yeah, and I think with he's kind of that perfect age range, too, uh, and, and having coached. I mean, I forgot even, you know, when I was running through things, he coached in the CFL. So he's been in every possible little nook and cranny of college, college football, the professional ranks. Uh, he, you know, just has been uh, in, in every little area. And I think that when you add up a lot of different experiences and sometimes they go poorly, sometimes they go, well, you know, you, I think, with the amount of people vouching for him and the experiences that he's had. And I'm not trying to build this up like they just landed Marcus Freeman or they landed, uh, you know, the, the stoles some, you know, elite, elite defensive coordinator away. We don't know. But when you run down the list of where he's been, what he's been through, uh, I think it just makes makes a lot of sense. And uh, from talking with a, a really source that, that we really trust and has been good to us through the process, uh, the, the big thing that stood out was was that this is a guy that all the way back to Ed Ogeron's USC days, he was on their list of, of coaches that they wanted to bring in. Uh, and at the time, it was for, uh, a, a you know, an assistant role. Um, you know, his career hadn't progressed to this point um, yet. But uh, so they've they've known about Durante Jones. He was on the initial list that LSU had. And as they worked down their list, you know, it was time for his shot at the job. And so this wasn't somebody that came out of nowhere in a way he was just down, you know, on the list and they worked their way down. And, you know, I think this, this search, when you look back at it, had it's a bit of good, good times where Marcus Freeman was looking like the guy and, you know, they targeted him early on and it looked like things were going well and obviously it didn't work out. And then they had the bad luck with Ryan Nielsen and the saints, you know, being able to use their, his contract to get him a raise and a promotion and, you know, things didn't work out with Zach Arnett on LSU's end. Um, so they just worked through their process, and now it's on to hiring a linebacker's coach and a defensive line coach. And, uh, you know, Ed Ogeron, it took a little bit longer than the offensive coaches, but 
uh, he got a guy that I think he feels really comfortable with from listening to him this morning on uh, 104.5. Two, that I wouldn't put any stress into the timing of how, you know, the process, right? It, ultimately, the only goal is to find the right guy, to find the right fit. Uh, Bo Pelini proved to not be the right fit. Uh, we Matt Canada, offensive coordinator, proved to be not the, not the right fit. Uh, and he was a Burroughs Award finalist. So a lot like a Marcus Freeman. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about, okay, where was he on the pecking order uh, of the past few weeks? And, and certainly they interviewed other guys first. And, and as Orgeron said, put out a lot of, you can call it feelers or whatever, to guys who probably weren't going to leave their jobs, but you have to at least see. But when you land on someone like Durante Jones, you're still getting an experience. You're getting someone who's probably hungry because he's eager now that he's got a chance to prove himself as not just a DC, but at a place um, that puts kids into the NFL uh, at a rate like LSU does. I mean, he'll be coaching plenty of future pros uh, in the SEC. So I think all those things are something enticing to a coach. You are getting him for a lot less than you were going to get a Marcus Freeman or someone like that. Certainly Bo Pelini. I mean, you've paid Pete's in the what, $1.3, $1.4 million range. I've heard that's going to be the same range that uh, they'll now have the next DC uh, obviously move into. So if everything can work out for you in, in regards to putting it together this offseason, have the team get around him. He gels well with gels well with players, according to everyone you know who's been along all of his stops. Uh, if this team, this defense can get on one page, you didn't need I think there was 50 defensive coordinators that could have probably done the job. There's a lot of talent and they just needed someone who was motivated, who understood the job who understood where this team needs to grow, which is both on the field and in the locker room. I think they've got a good fit for that right here. And uh, again, I'm not worried about how long it takes. I'm just worried about what it looks like on the field. So if he turns out to be great on the field, nobody is ever going to say anything about it taking a month or where he was in the pecking order. They're going to say good to have him on the list. And it was a solid hire. Exactly. So now obviously what's next is to pick it apart uh, when the Tigers get on the field and we'll be able to, you know, uh, hear from Durante Jones very soon. I would imagine they'll get uh, him announced at, at some point from what we hear. And uh, they'll want to get his vision and get his, uh, you know, uh, just get him himself out there with the media and begin to recruit and call commitments in, in the 2022 class. And if there, you know, are, are any guys late in, in this 2021 cycle, like a Dante Balfour uh, who, you know, look, I mean, if you're, if you're him uh, while, you know, we'll see if Ellis, you can land him. They just hired another guy with experience in the secondary. So maybe that's a plus for him if they end up pressing for him on the recruiting side of things. So it'll be a little bit of a whirlwind with under a week um, or actually just over a week until uh, National Signing Day. Um, but maybe he's able to, to push some guys over the top uh, for LSU. And, and, and we'll be monitoring that as well um, as he gets settled in Baton Rouge and I'd imagine he's got to take a recruiting exam and do all those things. So uh, we'll be on the lookout for, for um, what's next on that. Uh, Shay, I, I guess, what, what do you think uh, they're, they're looking for in a linebackers coach in a defensive line coach now uh, as they turn their attention to that? Well, we, we knew all along that they were going to wait to hire a DC, then hire those other guys. And um, I, we've heard a bunch of names throughout the process. Now that we're now down to the nitty gritty, does and this was mentioned to me leading into the Durante Jones interview, does he have guys in mind that he would say, hey, look, I think he'd be a really good fit here, or I'd get him, you know, I can get him here that maybe you couldn't have gotten him here before if he's in 
a situation where, you know, whatever it might be, he's comfortable already. So I'm sure Durante Jones, if obviously he becomes a DC, he's going to have a, at least some sort of influence in uh, what happens at the linebacker spot, what happens with D-line coach. But uh, again, Ed Orgeron's a head coach uh, and certainly the D-line coach by trade. Uh, I think whoever gets the nod there will be someone that he's very comfortable with. I would guess more that that would be a spot that uh, is a connection to Orgeron. And then at linebacker, uh, again, let's see what Durante Jones says. Uh, we've heard a number of different names um, get tossed around. Uh, Blake Baker at Miami was one, Billy, that you talked about. Uh, and what, La Tech DC for a while. Uh, he has been at Miami. Now it's kind of been publicly reported, obviously, that Manny Diaz is calling plays again as DC. But, and this is where you get into it with a lot of guys. If he makes six, 700,000 bucks a year, the LSU linebackers coach isn't going to be making that, you know, you're inching, that's inching close to what the DC is going to be making. So I'd be interested to see where the overall numbers fall with a guy they do land at, you know, D line or linebacker, but, uh, or does, you know, it even become a a road bump and they're able to get someone who may take a a little bit of a pay cut to be in a spot where uh, they're at a big team and there's room for growth. Yeah. We'll continue to monitor that and, and we'll pass along the names on go 24 seven as we get them. um, And, and, We'll be able to uh, bring you all the inside scoop. I felt like uh, you guys were all over it with the Durante Jones uh, tidbits and uh, the board I know is popping over the last 24 hours with, with the hope that this search would end and it certainly has. And now it's on to defensive line and linebackers. So a quick reminder, guys, we've got $1 going for your first month uh, that you can take advantage of and check out the site. It'll get you through national signing day and following the recruitments of guys like Brian Thomas Jr. and Dante Balfour and whoever else they end up with uh, to round out this class, maybe a transfer. So check that out and also leave us a rating, leave us a review and subscribe to the Go 24-7 podcast. Shady, thanks for jumping on. Guys, thanks for listening. We will uh, be back later this week, hopefully breaking down uh, maybe a a press conference from Durante Jones and uh, his initial Uh, meeting with the Baton Rouge media. We'll uh, hope for that. And uh, if not, we'll have uh, another pod later this week to break down uh, a big announcement on Saturday. Four-star offensive tackle Will Campbell set to announce. Will it be the Tigers? The crystal ball has the Tigers set to land. The number one prospect in Louisiana. We'll have our eyes on that. So keep it locked on Go 24-7 for all the latest, guys. And thanks for listening to this edition of the pod. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.